In recent weeks, the Georgia General Assembly began work on a series of legislative items that will likely be great news for some voters and bad news for others. What to do about gambling? Our state is no stranger to putting up wagers. For the HOPE scholarships that are funded by the lottery have helped two generations of students go to school. Yet, the gaming that I'm talking about today is happening online, is technically illegal in the state, and at the moment is sending money that should be gained as tax revenue to offshore havens that benefit from the profit and loss of Georgia residents. I'm talking more specifically about sports betting. Casino gambling is a whole other topic of discussion. Online betting on fantasy sports is a rapidly growing way for fans to gamble on the games, but instead of knowing a guy who will take your wager you call, this makes the playing field slightly more even. The house still has better odds of winning all the time, but you can make out like a bandit or lose your shirt if the score goes your way or not. Fantasy leagues are even more complicated than that, and I'm not going to bother you with the details of that either. Just know this, this is a multi-billion dollar a year industry, and the state should be getting a piece of that pie to help our local students. Joining me on this shorter episode of Talking Points on Polk today is Billy Linville, who among the many roles he's taken over the years includes now acting as spokesman for the Georgia Professional Sports Alliance, a group of the professional sports leagues in Atlanta pushing for the new legislation. Tune in after a word from a Polk Today sponsor to hear a phone conversation about the legislation and what it hopes to accomplish with Linville. I'm Kevin, the editor, and stay tuned for this latest episode of Talking Points on Polk Today after this brief message. At Floyd, patient safety is a priority. In fact, it's a daily commitment. A commitment that wherever you see a Floyd logo, you know you'll receive respectful, compassionate care that is centered on your safety and wellness. It's a personal commitment to protect your health, and we stand ever ready to deliver quality care and peace of mind. You deserve to feel safe and secure, and our entire team is here to make sure that you do. To learn more about our commitment to provide enhanced safety and care you can trust, visit floyd.org safe. Joining me on Talking Points on Polk today is Billy Linville, who is spokesman for the Georgia Professional Sports Alliance. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me over the phone today, Billy. Thank you, Kevin. It's a pleasure to be here. All right, let's get right into it. So uh, this year, up before the state legislature and moving its way through the House right now, is a bill about sports betting. So... In your role for rep- in your role representing Atlanta sports teams in a push for this legislation to allow for sports betting, I think several of my listeners would like to know this: What makes this different from the push for casino gambling, and essentially why is this good for the state to do? Right. Well, the four professional sports teams uh, in Georgia: the Atlanta Braves, the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Hawks, and Atlanta United have joined together for the first time ever and formed an alliance called the uh, Georgia Professional Sports Integrity Alliance. And the primary mission is, is to to legalize sports wagering. Um, this is uh, something that is very important to the teams. They will not make any uh, direct revenue from this, but it's a way for them to uh, increase their fan engagement, especially with the younger generation of fans which is so very important, especially, um, as you can imagine, in times of, uh, of the general of the, uh, of the pandemic that is occurring, which fans can't actually attend the games. So it's a way for them to, to, to get closer to fans who, you know, need uh, more and more to, who live on their telephones, uh, you know, to be entertained and to communicate. 
and uh, the teams have to be part of that or they're going to be left behind. Okay, so I imagine that a lot of people have this idea in mind of sports betting, and I'm throwing this question in here extra. That that it's that it's like something that you would see in a Martin Scorsese film. That it is a bookie in a dark back room who's on the phone all the time, taking points and all this other stuff that they don't really understand. But that's not really what it's like, is it? No, it's it's not that way at all. Um, in fact, that 24 states have already legalized sports wagering. And by, uh, in three years, it is estimated that 40 states will legalize it. Uh, in Georgia, um, there is a, a billion dollars bet every year illegally on offshore accounts. And so it's not a question of, will sports wagering encourage betting? Betting is, all, is already going on. And it's important for us to bring it out of the darkness and into the light so that we actually protect consumers uh, in a legalized and regulated system. Because right now, uh, if they're betting uh, on, an, on an offshore account or an illegal, with an illegal bookmaker, they have no protection. Um, by, by making it state law and creating a regulatory environment around this, uh, then the players and the, the bettors will have protection. Okay, so you were saying that 24 states have already legalized this, correct? That's correct. Uh, as of now, I believe. Uh, how has that worked out for the other states, and, and what should we expect the environment to look like here in Georgia if the legislature moves forward with this? Well, there, it's, uh, it's exceeded expectations. Um, for example, uh, in Tennessee, its first month ever uh, after legalization – uh, that generated uh, over $130 million in one month. Uh, Indiana, which legalized it um, about a year ago, is now it's now a billion-dollar market for them. Wow, that's and, a lot of money. Uh, yes, yes, it is. And so what we want to do, we want to take uh, that revenue and, and help shore up the Hope Scholarships. And we believe in Georgia that we can generate between, uh, you know, 40 to $100 million a year that will go into that program that is educating uh, our Georgia youth. Now, w w one of the reasons that the teams like the Braves and the Falcons have been pushing for this is, is talking about enhancing the fan experience. W what exactly does that mean? Well, as I alluded to, um, more and more people use their phones for entertainment. Uh, and much of that entertainment is um, wagering on sporting events. That's why um, I read a, a report that uh, during Monday night football game, there are more people watching the fourth quarter than they are at the beginning of the game because, you know, they're, they're, they're uh, determining on any last-minute bets or to see how they're, the, the bets that they had made is, uh, is turning out. So this is like uh, fantasy sports kind of betting, like, like – um... Uh, FanDuel or, or, or one of those websites where you go on with a bunch of people, you pick team players, and, and, and everybody plays, and you see where you end up at the end of the week kind of thing. Well, it, you know, FanDuel is an example of one of the uh, of an operator of, of sports wagering, for sure. Um, uh, but, you know, one, one of the key components of the legislation is that uh, – to protect the integrity of the sports teams and the leagues is that, uh, for example, only league data can be used. 
so you can't uh, you can't use any other uh, statistic or, or any other data from another entity. Only the the, the league's data can be used uh, again to bring to bring clarity and um, and structure and order into this matter. So a, a bunch of other states have gotten to this already. Why why is it taking Georgia lawmakers so long to get around to this issue? Well, I think uh, you know we introduced it last year, and uh, the, the legislation uh, the legislature was interrupted with the, when the pandemic broke, pandemic broke out. But this is a new issue to the state. Um, we're we're getting support throughout Georgia, and the more we talk to legislators, the more they understand it and understand the need to legalize this under a regulatory structure to protect uh, consumers while at the same time generating revenue for the Hope Scholarships. This is a new issue for them, so they are learning like a lot of other folks. Um, but again, this uh, uh, sports betting is is going on whether we legalize it or not. Um, it's a matter of whether we're going to, as I said, create a legal structure around it and capture that revenue. Okay, so if the legislation gets through the state house and it's looking like that, it's already made it out of one of the committees, what does that framework look like going forward for us? What What should... Georgians expect that our lawmakers are going to be voting on. Well, they'll they'll be um, uh, the, our lawmakers will be voting voting on uh, a system that's built around sports wagering. It will be just like any other game that you can play on the lottery. That's why a constitutional is not uh, constitutional amendment is not required like a, a brick and mortar casino would be. So, so uh, no constitutional amendment is required. But it will create a system, you know, that that chooses operators to to manage um, the sports betting and the sports booking. And uh, as I said, there will be strict regulatory requirements. Um, the betters will be protected with safeguards. Um, it will bring significant revenue to help shore up the the Hope Scholarship Program, and it'll help protect the integrity of professional sports and enhance the fan engagement for for our teams. And let me remind you that, um, you know, the four professional sports teams are, are, are a multi-billion dollar industry that, that uh, generates tens of thousands of direct and direct jobs for Georgia. So this, is a, this, is, this has a very important economic aspect as well. And let me also say, because this will be part of the lottery, um, you know, no one will be able to bet on a credit card. They will have to, to register um, with one of the operators, uh, they will only be able to use a debit card. No one under the age of 21 will be allowed to, to wager either. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, Mr. Linville? Well, as I said, it, it's, it's time to bring uh, sports wagering out of the darkness and into the light and um, create a legalized system that uh, protects consumers while at the same time uh, generating important revenue for Georgia. Billy Linville, spokesman for the Georgia Professional Sports Alliance. Thanks again for joining me here on Talking Points on Polk today. Thank you, Kevin. We'll be right back to wrap up this episode after a brief word on how you can help ensure Polk Today prospers and grows in the coming future. Hey, Polk Today podcast listeners. Did you know that without your support, you get local news for free and I don't get to eat or pay bills? That's a problem. Show that you don't mind paying a little bit for news through a contribution to Polk Today via PayPal and get a heck of a lot more in return. And did you know that for $5 a month, 
or maybe just as much as you feel like you can spare, essentially a tip to a waitress. A group of a thousand people could keep everyone informed all the time, considering helping out and keep PulkToday.com and forthcoming products from having to be subscriber-based. But hey, good news. With two people down, there's only 998 to go. Check out the show notes at PulkToday.com to learn more about how to support the podcast and talking points on Pulk Today. Thanks to all of you local listeners, readers, and contributors, and local advertisers for making Pulk Today possible. Stick around and watch us grow. Make sure to tune in later this coming week for new editions of the podcast and also check out the inaugural episode of Polk Sports Wire Roundtable with WGAA's Andrew Carter and Polk County Sports Reporter Logan Maddox. You can send show ideas, request to be a guest, or leave comments about the show by email at kevin at polk.today. Also make sure to check out the show notes to get in on the forthcoming launch of another Myrick Multimedia product, which you can read about in the latest edition of the newsletter. Please feel free to share this episode with anyone you think should know more about this upcoming legislation, or if you think they'll enjoy Talking Points on Bulk today. I'm Kevin, the editor. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you'll tune in again for coming episodes of Talking Points on Bulk today. This Bulk Today podcast is a product of Myrick Multimedia, LLC.